Hey dolls, thank you for joining me for today's episode of Mental-ish with Gabby Fox, me. I am pretty pumped about this episode for two reasons. One, it's just short and sweet and jam-packed with helpful tools for you. And this is also a topic that I feel everyone needs help with because there are so many you know, self-help gurus and shrinks and self-proclaimed life coaches that tell you, you need to love yourself. And that's the core of all your problems and why you're having relationship problems and you're having problems at work and you're unhappy with your uh, family relationships and you're, you know, being walked all over by your friends is because you don't love yourself. So you need to learn how to love yourself. Well, then you ask, well, how do I do that? And they give you some vague nonsense, you know, answer about you need to meditate, you need to be one with yourself, you need to get out in nature, you need to do things that make you happy, you need to do what's best for you. How is that helpful? Honestly, when people tell me shit like that, I get annoyed. Um, Because when you're suffering and you're going through something, you need real life advice. You need things that you could literally wake up in the morning and have an idea of exactly what you need to do. Meditating is hard. And um, for someone that's never done it, uh, it's super easy for people who have been doing it. But for someone that's never done it, and meditation is good for being present and getting in touch with what's going on around you right now. Um, But I don't know so much about it helping with self-love to begin with. I think once you start loving yourself, that meditation can be very helpful. But you got to start somewhere. Now, most of us weren't born feeling like we didn't love ourselves or feeling, you know, like we put other people before us. But over the years, what has happened is we've been exposed to situations and or people that have slowly eroded our self-worth and our self-love. And this could be due to neglect. This could be due to abuse. This could be due to being around someone who doesn't love themselves, such as our parents um, or other family members. And when you're a baby from the age of zero to six, that's when your sense of self is developed. So if you're in an unhealthy environment, you're kind of fucked. Not permanently. You can do things to reverse it. Um, You can do things to repair the damage, so to speak. But it's really difficult when you grow up and that's sort of what you're you're handed as a young child. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you four tools, just four. I think these are the main, the, the big ones. And I'm sure there's a few more and perhaps later on down the road, I might even create an ebook on this because there's probably some more I could add to that list. But these are the core four. That's what we're going to call them, the core four 
tools for self-love. So the first one is your phone, the internet. Take a look at, we're going to do an audit. Take a look at your social media because everybody's on fucking social media right now and it's not a bad thing if you manage it. Take a look at your social media and look at who you follow. Look at the type of people that you are friends with and that you have on your timelines. Now, if you're on Facebook and you have people on there that are from high school or that are, you know, you've been friends with your whole life or you've been acquaintance and you feel bad deleting them, even though they're negative or even though they're always bitching or even though they're just not putting out a good vibe, you can unfollow them without unfriending them. So you just don't see their posts anymore. And that way you're not, you know, throwing out like a virtual dig and deleting them and upsetting anyone. But you're just kind of unsubscribing to their shit. On Instagram and other platforms where you can kind of follow pages, Facebook too, I need you to go through your list and look at what kind of pages you're following. If you're following pages that are constantly talking about fuckboys and cheaters and, you know, girls that are slutty and... Um, being broke and making a joke out of it and all these negative things that you don't really want in your life. And I mean, yeah, they're funny in the moment, but you have to think about your brain as a computer. And every time you pick up your phone and you're scrolling through these files, you're subconsciously uploading these files to your fucking brain. And you might not realize that that is programming you. It's programming you subconsciously to attract those kind of things. So if you're having relationship issues or you're having issues with money or you're having, you know, whatever kind of interpersonal issues that you're having, but the content you're constantly consuming is about those things, you're unconsciously attracting more of it. Get rid of it. Stop following these pages. I know they're funny. I know you like to share them with your friends and laugh at other people's pain and yada, 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 but you're fucking up your brain, to put it simply. Unfollow these pages. This is your number one step. Unfollow these pages. Only follow pages that are positive, motivating, kick ass. And I'm not saying you have to follow like some cookie cutter, you know, guru or whatever. No. Follow people that are killing it. Follow people or pages that are inspiring you and that are making you want to have a better life and or that make you feel good, you know, that are I follow a bunch of fucking pictures of otters and owls and I love animals and they make me happy. They give my little brain a boost when I'm like scrolling. I don't follow like a ton, but a handful. Just make sure that what you're uploading to your brain is healthy for you. That's all I'm saying. Okay. Number two, your personal appearance, your health and your hobbies and what's around you in your house. Those things right there. Okay, your body is what you're living in. 
Okay, your spirit is living in your body. And if your body is not in good shape or you're not happy with it, um, that's going to affect your self-love. Pretty simple, makes sense. So whatever you need to do, whether, you know, you don't have the financial ability to go out and get a trainer and, and, and do all that, then start walking, start running. Join a gym. You can get a gym membership. I think for nine ninety nine is the cheapest one. They go up to probably about thirty. You need to take care of yourself so that when you look in the mirror, you're like, "I did this. I built this body. I am taking care of myself. I love myself, and I give a fuck about my health." That's gonna boost your self love through the roof a lot. It's not just about the way you look. And, and, you know, I'm not trying to say, oh, just your appearance is important. The way you feel is important. If you're in shape and if you like the way you look and you feel strong and capable, that boosts all the endorphins and the serotonin in your brain and it makes you feel good. So that's the goal here. You want to feel better, right? You want to, you know, cultivate your self-love. So you got to take care of your meat castle, okay? You are given this body... It's the only one you got. Take care of it. Now, there's a few different things you can do in addition to that. Um, go out and get some new some new clothes. If you are wearing the same things and you notice yourself, okay, I've been walking for a week, I've been running for a week, whatever, I've been going to the gym, and I lost a little bit of weight, and I want to get myself something nice that I feel good in, and I'm like, wow, I notice a difference. Do that. Um, go change your hair. If you've been wanting to do your hair different, but you've been worried about other people's opinions, fuck their opinion. Do what makes you feel good. Whatever you love, that's what you need to focus on. And everyone else will adjust. You know what I mean? Like, who cares? Your skin, take care of your skin. That's another thing. You know, you, you only have one set of skin. You got to look at it every day in the mirror. Take care of yourself is basically the theme here. Hobbies. Even if you have something in your mind that you want to do that's a hobby or an interest and you think other people will think it's weird or different or not into, not cool, you need to do it anyway. I don't care if it's fishing lures. I don't care if it's collecting uh, seashells. I don't care if it's playing with uh, toy trains. Whatever you like to do that makes you happy that kind of like brings out your inner kid do that do that please it it will also boost your love of self because you're just doing something for you you don't care if anyone else likes it you don't care if anyone else is into it you're doing it for you in your house get rid of all the clutter get rid of all the clutter uh things that you know you're never going to use whether it's a household item or some clothes or whatever it may be, give it away. There are people that can use it. Uh, I definitely recommend giving to the Salvation Army because they don't really resell. Uh, and what they do resell, they um, put back into you know, helping the homeless and, and people in need. I give away shit all the time. I can't stand clutter. When there's clutter, then my my... My brain is looking at the clutter and I don't feel organized and I don't feel efficient and I'm looking for things and I can't find things. It's not a good not a good scenario. Simplify everything in your house. Get rid of the clutter, get organized, 
There is no reason to hoard stuff, especially if you haven't used it in months and months or even years. Get rid of it. Like you're going to feel so much better. You're going to feel so much lighter and you're going to feel more in control and more uh, organized if you just get rid of all this stuff. Add some warm, fuzzy items to your house, whatever it may be. Could be flowers. It could be your favorite uh, collector item. It could be you know, whatever you like to look at that makes you happy. It could be a picture of something, whatever. Have stuff around your house that when you look at it, kind of gives you a warm, fuzzy feeling. This is always good because then when you're home in your space, you feel happy. You're surrounded by things that that you like. Um, Number three, this one is the big one, like the huge one. Your friend and family audit. You have to audit the people around you. Because I guarantee if you're having problems with self-love and self-respect and um, boundaries and that kind of stuff, you're surrounded by people that are not good for you. And some of them may bring one aspect of positive to your life, but then add something else negative. So this is how you do the audit. And I've just had to do this and it was really, really hard because almost everyone failed. And it broke my heart a little bit, more so for myself than for them. Um, because I'm like, how could I have been ignoring this this whole time and then wondering why I don't feel good about myself when I'm surrounded by people that are not good for me, all right? So you're going to ask yourself two questions, just two, with each person. This could be friend or family that you're just in regular contact with or that you're around. Are they really supportive? Meaning no matter what silly thing you're into or what business idea you have or what passion that you're going for or what you have going on in your life, they're your biggest cheerleader. I'm going to give you an example. A lot of my friends failed this audit that I did because I've been um, very passionate about helping other people in the past couple of years and using my psychology degree to do that and all the years of experience that I've had in just really messed up situations. And... I've been putting out a lot of free content and that includes the podcast and my, my blog articles and all these things. And I've noticed that most of my friends, they don't share anything that I create, that I'm creating. I'm, I'm taking a piece of myself and I'm putting it into something and I'm giving it away. I'm not asking my friends to buy anything. I'm not asking them to come attend something. I'm just asking them to click a button. Not even asking, just kind of in subconsciously thinking like, I know I would share. I know I would do that for my friends. And realizing that most of them failed this was eye-opening. It was shocking. It was heartbreaking. Because, I mean, what a simple thing. What a simple thing that would make a world of difference to me. And so a lot of my friends failed that question. Are they really supportive? No, they weren't. And no matter what you're doing in your life, like if you're miserable, let's say you're miserable at your job 
and your friends just kind of listen to you, bitch. Yeah, that sucks. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And they don't try to like help you like come up with an idea to do something else or push you in a direction of doing something that will make you happy. Do they really give a shit or are they just listening to you, bitch, which doesn't help you. It doesn't add to your soul. It doesn't um, get you anywhere better in life than you were before. All right. The second question is, do they only cheer or are they only there for you when you're down or do they cheer loudly when you win? There are many people who enjoy being above someone else or enjoy watching someone else suffer because it makes them feel better about themselves. And those friends are only there when you've got something upsetting going on or when you've got some drama going on or when you need uh, someone to vent to or bitch to. But then when you're winning or you're doing something great or you just got a promotion or you are um, happy about something, they don't seem that happy for you. They don't, they're not celebrating. They're just kind of like, yeah, cool, you know? And they're just not very enthusiastic about your wins. And they're only like attentively listening to you and there when you're down. Those are not your real friends. Those are people using you as a supply to make themselves feel better about whatever miserable shit they have going on in their life. So those kind of friends have to go as well, or family members. Um, basically asking yourself those two questions are going to give you all the answers that you need. There's probably a few other that you could add that I could add to that, but we're going to keep it this really simple for, for this episode. Um, and the last thing, which is your work and your purpose. Now, I hate when people are like, oh, find your purpose, find your passion. It's the same thing telling someone to learn how to love themselves. It's very vague. So this is what I will tell you, this one simple phrase that helped me realize what makes me feel good and what I should be doing with my life um, instead of just working some random job just for a paycheck. Where is your attention Where is all your attention focused? Where do you find your brain wandering when you're just sitting around? What kind of articles are you drawn to? Um, What kind of information and, and intel are you consuming regularly because it interests you? If you look to see where your attention constantly goes, it will give you a better idea of what your purpose is or what your passion is because your brain's subconsciously going there anyway. It'll help you figure it out. And if you are in a shitty job, I mean, a lot of people are. A lot of people wake up every day not happy with going to work and dreading their day and just waiting for the clock to tick down to when they can go home. That's no way to live and it's definitely taking a huge hit out of you know your self-love tank. So... My recommendation to you is if you work full time, find two to three hours a day to start maybe cultivating a side hustle of something that you really do like, something that you 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 find yourself paying attention to, you know, low key on a regular basis. 
And there's a million different ways to start a business nowadays. We're living in an era of social media and the internet and you can do anything. And there's resources online to help you do anything that you're interested in. Again, using the fishing lures example, you could start a whole page and a a whole online store of fucking fishing lures if that's your thing. Like, it doesn't matter what your thing is. It could be um, collector My Little Ponies. It could be um, helping save raccoons. It could be anything, anything. You can do whatever makes you happy, whether it's on a big scale that is, is... very popular with the masses or on a smaller scale where there's only going to be like it's like a niche and there's only going to be let's say a hundred thousand people in the whole world that are into it but that's a hundred thousand people so don't allow yourself to feel stuck or to stay somewhere where you're unhappy in a job or you know a career you only have so many years in your in your life and there's a million resources to help you not be miserable. So use them and and ask yourself that question. Where is my attention constantly going? And that'll help you figure out what you should be doing. We're going to wrap up this episode. I am not doing a news flash segment today because honestly... There is a lot of shit going on in the media and in the world and politically and just a lot. And I want to kind of do a whole episode next week sometime on just current events and and my take on what's going on. So we're going to keep this episode strictly for self-love, the toolkit, okay? I hope you took something from this. I hope this helped you in some way, not just vague advice, but like some real life shit that you can think about and that you can start implementing today if you wanted to. Um, As usual, I appreciate your time and attention and any feedback is more than welcome. You can email me via uh, my links on Instagram or Facebook. Um, my email is gabby at anxiouslyhuman.com and, or send me a DM on any of the platforms. Have a good day, guys.